Well, hey there, everybody. It's meteorologist Andrew Gordon here with Chief Meteorologist Dave Turley. It's another edition of our First Alert Weather Podcast. Yeah, Andrew, and we are very excited, very happy to be here as we kind of wind down our springtime and we get to look forward to summer, which is just around the corner. You know, we've had a nice little break this week, Dave, of not feeling like summer. I tell you what, I've had had more compliments on the forecast here this week than I have in quite some time, but it was so nice to get out in the morning. I opened the windows. I'm working from home. I could hear the birds chirping in the morning. It was nice out there with those low 60s at sunrise. And I'm sure your electric bill is going to be a little bit better, and a lot of people's are as well. You know, we had two days... um, that in a row that we didn't see our high temperature break 80 degrees. Now, that's very rare for the month of June. And I did a little bit of some checking. I did a look back in the archives to see how rare that actually was. And I came up with, looking back just for this century, so going back to 2000, so in the last 20 years, really, that's only happened about 12 times where our June afternoon high did not break 80 degrees. And it's only happened, I think, two or three years where we had two days of uh, uh, 80 degrees or lower, or 79 degrees or lower. So it's very rare for this to actually happen. So when it does, enjoy it, because we all know what's coming up next, coming up with the summertime-like temps. And that definitely means that we're back in the 90s here soon. But, I mean, we've already been hot so far this year. So it was a nice little break. It was a tease. But, you know, know, we probably won't get that that cool again until the fall, probably unless we get uh, some tropical something or other that brings down some cool air because that was cool air damming, that low that was up there that was just kind of stalled out and, and pushing that cooler air back down from North Carolina toward us. So I'll take it. But like you alluded to, we do have some warmer temperatures on the way. And, you know, this weekend we've got the warmer temperatures right on cue, starting with summertime as well. Yeah, officially, as you mentioned, right on cue. It's like somebody flipped a switch. Hey, uh, guys, uh, summer starts on Saturday. We need to turn that switch on. And we're going to go from the 70s and some 80s here for Thursday and Friday to Mid nineties, which is just crazy. But I mean, that's what we normally expect. Our average high, uh, usually this time of the year is right about 91 degrees. So we expect to be hot. I mean, this is exactly what you expect in the Savannah in June. And that's exactly what we're going to be starting to see. You know, we talked about, um, summer starting. Let's talk about the reason why we actually see summertime and, for that uh, matter, all of our other seasons as well. Got to go uh, out into outer space. You got to think that the Earth, you know, orbits around the sun, but the orbit itself is not a true circle. It's not a circular orbit. It's more elliptical, meaning at times we'll be further away from the sun than other times. And as a matter of fact, the farthest from our from the sun actually occurs in the northern hemisphere summer. And people like to think, oh, it's hot out. That's why it's summertime, and we're probably closer to the sun. It's actually because the Earth is also tilted on its axis, Mm 23.4 degrees, and that means we're actually facing the sun, the northern hemisphere, during our our, um, summertime. So we're getting more of the sun's direct sunlight, which allows us to receive more of it. We're getting more daylight hours. And, and we're getting more of the direct incoming solar radiation, which allows us to heat up. And that's why we have our warmer temperatures and our summertime. 
yeah, we are definitely well-versed in this right now because of our uh, First Alert Weather Academies. If you guys haven't checked those out, we've been doing these fun little uh, few-minute videos, uh, little weather science lessons. Uh, those are on WTKC.com, and that's one that Dave covered. So definitely a fresh reminder there. That's something that, you know, you probably learned in grade school, but you don't usually think about on a day-to-day basis. So always kind of fun to go back and listen to that. It, it is. And to tell you, one of the things that got me confused when we talked about, you know, the Earth's... Uh, uh, direct sunlight the northernmost progression is coming up for the summer solstice it gets far north as the sun is going to get as far as direct incoming solar radiation and that's when it gets directly over the tropic of cancer and i always got that confused with the southern counterpart uh with is the tropic of capricorn uh but that would be for our winter solstice and the uh, a flipped uh, opposite of that, of course, in the southern hemisphere. But this is as far north as the sun gets, so we're going to be seeing 24 hours of daylight at the poles all the way down to about 12 hours, of course, at the equator. But then as you continue to go farther south into the southern hemisphere, you eventually get down to the uh, south of the Arctic Circle, which gives you zero hours of daylight, which, of course, happens in the northern hemisphere, north of the Arctic Circle in the wintertime. That's right. This is the time of the year where you get places like... Uh Alaska that just they see all that sunlight and the opposite in uh and the winter time they don't see much so we're a little bit more moderated since we're closer to uh, the equator there but it's always you know it's interesting to think about that and if you guys have lived in different places in uh, the country or the world you know that uh, sunrises and sunsets are at different times so kind of interesting uh you know going up the east coast I've got friends that are further north and just talking about it. sunset already or not if I'm uh, chatting with my grandparents or something it's like oh yeah the sun's already set and it's still light here but it's the same time so interesting the fun stuff thanks to the tilts of our axis here on the earth and Dave you know another thing that uh we can see this time of the year which is actually you know for you and I, I think we would say this is a good thing is a uh Big old wave of Saharan dust. Now, this is probably yes, something please. you. <laughs> yes, we want that. There's a reason we like this. So, yes. a couple of uh, reasons that we're talking about this. For one, it's kind of cool to see this, and it's actually going to impact our, our weather locally, not just all the way across the uh, the Atlantic Ocean, but of course, you've got the Sahara Desert that's coming over uh, off Western Africa, traveling over the Lesser Antilles, the Caribbean, and then even into the Gulf of Mexico and the southeastern United States. What's happening is that's a, a big old plume of that dust is coming our way, and uh, it's, it happens every so often. You know, I remember seeing this in 2017 for sure, and at least temporarily, it can suppress development of anything in the tropics. Now, I wish that this would happen later in the year when it's typically a little bit more active for us, but I will definitely take what we can get. So obviously with dust, you got dry air there. That is sinking air. Uh, really creates suppressing of the atmosphere. So it's going to be harder for you to get uh, updrafts for tropical storms to form. And of course, after that, hurricanes. You can also get some strong wind. Of course, it's moving from the east to the west across the Atlantic. That is what we call a vertical wind shear. That's directional wind shear. So it's going to make it hard for those updrafts for these storms to form as well. And it's it's just interesting. You know, Typically, you would think that if you got clouds going up, Dust isn't one of our ingredients for thunderstorms and tropical system that is favorable for them to form. So we'll definitely take what we can get. It also brings some pretty cool images, Dave. I know we've got it in our graphic system where we can show the dust layer coming our way. There's a couple of things to talk about with this, though. If you're really, I don't know how sensitive it is, if it's worse than our bad allergies we have in this area already. You know, some people have talked about how 
if you have um, you know sensitivities for for breathing, that if it's bad enough, you definitely might want to stay inside. I don't know that it's that bad because it doesn't happen that often. I'm not well versed in this, but something visible, other than what we would see on visible satellite, which we can definitely show those images when it gets closer to us. But just with particles in the air, it's going to refract light differently, and it could make our sunrises, sunsets maybe just a little bit orangish or red so something kind of cool you might not notice it if uh we weren't talking about it but i just think it's you know another part of the equation here of the the tropical season that we're in i think it's something to uh to look forward to i agree totally with you that uh, saharan dust is something that we love to see and it would be nice if it did you know continue or maybe begin later into the season when you typically get the Atlantic becoming a little bit more active, which would tend to suppress a lot of that stuff. But again, I'll be looking forward to seeing the viewers' uh, pictures uh, of uh, the uh, Saharan dust, if it does actually give us some better sunrises and sunsets. And of course, any of your pictures, we'd love to see them. Send them to pics at WTOC.com. Yes, we definitely love showing those on our Facebook pages and on air. So if you want a chance to see your picture that you take on WTOC on TV, then you can send those our way. We would love to show those. Those are always fun to see because, you know, we're, you know, not as of late, but, you know, typically, and, and you're back in, in the station now, but I'm, uh, you know, I've got a window. Halfway in halfway. the station. I'm, I've got a window at home, and that's one of the best things I think about working at home is I can actually look directly outside and see the weather. I don't, I, you know, usually we've got our sky cams or I have to go outside and uh, to actually be able to see what we're, we're looking at for current conditions. But that's been fun. But, you know, seeing y'all's pictures, seeing what's outside while we're working in the studio, that's always a treat for us. Yeah, I agree. I um, Also, I'm at home for the noon show and then back into the studio for the evening show. So I do also have a window, and I totally agree with you. It's so nice to be able to see, because that's usually, I always tell everybody, the first rule of forecasting, what I was always taught, look outside. (laughs) So, okay, yeah, Yeah. we got to look outside. We can see some clouds out there, see if it's raining, see if it's windy. What's it look like outside? And you can give you, you know, kind of a fresh start of uh, what we're hopefully we'll be seeing here for the rest of the afternoon. You know, I think it makes this a little relatable too, because you're like, you know, we're we're dealing with the same weather that you guys are watching at home. It's not like we're far away. We live in these communities just like you guys do, so we're we're feeling it too. Exactly, and uh, you know, this weekend is not also uh, is not only the uh, start of summer. It's also Father's Day weekend, and uh, happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there, and to my dad. And we are going to be seeing the hot temperatures locally here for our Father's Day with those mid-90s coming up across the area. Yeah, we're not getting uh, too much of a break here. We're already uh, soaring back into the 80s now, and uh, 90s are going to be here really quick. Maybe even when you're listening to this, a couple of days after a post, it's going to be hot. So uh, get out there and uh, just brace yourselves because it's probably going to be like that for a while. That's exactly right. So uh, that was our uh, podcast. We talked about uh, what's coming up here for our Saharan dust, our summer coming up here, and our weather changing with the heat coming back on as well. Anything else you want to add in there, uh, Andrew, before we say goodbye? No, I just, you know, for, for the viewers at home, we're, we're looking forward to getting back in the in the studio. And hopefully you guys will start seeing us look a little bit more normal. You know, your newscast you probably grew up watching 
less of us being at home, you know, that's, of course, if nothing changes with everything going on with uh, these case numbers going up for some folks. But uh, I'm looking forward to being back this weekend. And I'm glad, Dave, that you're getting a little normalcy and being able to go back in the evenings. It certainly is nice, and it takes a little bit of uh, getting used to and adjustment to get back to semi-normal life. So that's going to do it for this week. Uh, Andrew and I, thank you for joining us for another one of our WTOC First Alert Weather Podcasts.